Wide Web has long been host to copied and pasted stories of an apocryphal nature. These stories came to be known as Copybusta, and then the creepy variant emerged. Welcome to Creepypodsta, the Creepypasta podcast. Hello, welcome to the show. We're going to talk about a creepypasta on it. But first, here's some of my loud opinions. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that this time. It's fun. I I was just... I don't know if it will be out by the time you're hearing this, but I went to a live podcast recording of Dr. Game Show, which is a podcast hosted by comedian Joe Firestone, where um, they were having a show at my local library, so I went by... Boy, my nose is feeling really stuffy, so hold on for a second. Okay, I think that's a little better. Maybe I'll edit that part out. Uh, but I went to the, I went to this recording, and I was the first. Uh, they what happens on it is people in their listening audience send games that they've made up to be played on the show. So when they do a live show, they have audience members come and play these made up games with them. And the game I was invited to play was a game where you have to guess the correct group name for uh, a certain animal, and if you if the judge uh, her co-hosts. Uh, I think his name is Manolo. Uh, that might be his last name. I don't remember. I don't listen to this show. I just recognized the comedian's name, and it was at my library, and I wasn't doing anything, so I went. Um, anyway, if he liked the group name better, then uh, you would also get a point, and I competed against a very precocious nine-year-old, um, and it was fun, but at the beginning... Uh, Joe asked me what my uh, dominant personality trait is, and I inexplicably... Well, no, it was a very funny goof to me. I said, I'm really good at filling dead air, and then stopped talking for a couple seconds so that there would be a little bit of dead air on the show. Uh, But no, then they insisted I demonstrate it, and I told them all about how uh, my life got flipped turned upside down. So no, not doing that one, because I don't remember the words after that, uh, because I have a bad memory. I, You know, if pressed, I could probably remember most of that theme song. Anyway, but I explained how I do this intro at the beginning of... God, it's been two and a half minutes. That is crazy. Anyway, I explained how I I host the podcast with, um, and I often have guests on who are uh, my dear friends that I love dear deeply, and they're um, not necessarily like performers. Um, so occasionally they're shy, and there will be dead air, uh, and that's not a problem because I'm really good at filling dead air so they have me fill a lot of dead air on their show uh anyway here to fill some of that dead air with me is two guests please welcome back to the show tara hansen hello and alex capello hey creeps there's like a alex in your name i probably mentioned this last time like right in the middle there when it's alex capello is like a bunch of the same consonants right in a row and it just like my mouth was like, it's "Oh, you're go- yeah, you're you're 
the back of your mouth is just going to get filled up with spit and you're not going to be able to say <laughs> your friend Alex's name. Uh, I mean, it's better than saying Alexandra Capello because then that's just too many syllables. Nobody wants to deal with that. That flows so well. Oh, no, it doesn't. What are you, high? <laughs> it's perfect. Alexandra Capello. It's, oh, it's like music. Uh, I, yeah, it's, I mean, well, see, also I write this, uh, audio drama, Frank Ecto, Ghost Detective, which has two of those bad, in a row, Frank Ecto is like, And you not did like, that to yourself. Yeah, I did. I could have called him like a ghost gumshoe or like a, a <gasps> ghost investigator, but I went with ghost detective. So usually my poor voice actors, I just tell them cut out the T from ghost and just make it ghost detective because that reads fine. Um, that's what Phil ends up doing anyway, because he does kind of like a, as we discussed last episode, a tough guy generic New York accent. Mm. It's like, hey, I'm Frank Ecto, ghost detective. So that like works. Um, anyway, this is not important to this show at all. <laughs> On this show, we had uh, stories submitted to us by a fan. And I, boy, I know that I used to keep track of which fan submitted which stories. And I'm not sure I did this time. But I'm going to open up my document where I keep track of all of that and see. Uh, Google Sheets still loading. That is not a useful message to give me. Well, uh, yeah, I did not. See, I did not keep track of who submitted this, but it is called mm -hmm. "Wanna See Me Take It All Off," and it is by. Uh, actually, I found out it is by Olivia White, who is a. Uh, producer or i think she's like the community manager for the no sleep podcast um but it is credited to hallycast throwaway on reddit hmm. uh, interesting but please tara tell us about this story well first i just have to take a moment to say that it truly was a crime that you did not use the the term ghost gumshoe that's yeah right isn't oh that God, so agreed. good oh, i think i've used it in a script but the title uh ghost detective is is the trouble yes well anyway so yes this story uh I, I actually wanted to read it because i read the title and i said i know what this is about and i was correct um <laughs> So, uh, the story starts off uh, with the narrator introducing himself. He's a nerdy guy. He uh, he doesn't do well with the ladies. He, like, goes to great lengths to let you know that he's just, he's a good guy. He's just sexually frustrated, and he, he really wants, uh, you know, to date someone who's his best friend, who he can sit there and bond over Gunpla with. And that, that like, specifically Gunpla, which is where it's starts to get a little weird but whatever so yeah the, the the person i listened to on youtube changed that to gundam uh i guess just for readability reasons which like come on don't don't be a coward uh yeah i remember i remember being this um this type of sexually frustrated weirdo in college and boy i wish i hadn't been because it really doesn't matter <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know. I it, the kid, the person they are describing seems like a normal, like shy, male identified individual. So I, I don't know. Anyways, after yeah, he's he's not he's not too incel or MRAE, so it's fine. 
Yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, all right, whatever. You're having a hard time. What? Okay. You've convinced me. All right. I don't, I am not judging you. So after that, we've been convinced <laughs> to not judge this person. He lets us know that he did the bad thing where someone was like, hey, you want to flirt in uh, like private messenger or the DMs or whatever? And he was like, oh, yeah. So he starts uh, flirting with some girl. Um, he like, Let's us know that he does check her account, make sure she's been posting in other threads, you know, to verify that it's not a bot or, or like a catfish kind of thing. So after he's sure it's a real person. Oh, yeah, he also does the little thing where they take a picture and it has the, the date, the time, so that, you know, you know it's current. Verifies that he carries on a romantic relationship with this person and it builds there's some flirting It's all very like normal and healthy. I guess I don't know he he like points out that there are some red flags like how She asks a lot about him, but he doesn't ask a lot about her um, I, I guess and he explains that by saying oh no one is ever interested in hearing about me and I was just so excited to get to talk to myself uh, about myself to this girl this really cute girl wow so finally gets to the point where she wants to cam with him and he's like oh yeah I'm so excited um, so she first sends him a folder full of pictures he he lets us know that there's a particular one where she's sticking her tongue out and making rabbit ears um, which is a, a, a anime sex face, which is that I I don't know that really tickled me. I love the you know the fine details. <laughs> you know he didn't mention that she was cross-eyed or drooling. It could have been a normal picture. It's the double piece sign. Trust me, just Google it. Double gal gun double piece isn't called gal gun double piece because it's about like chastity. It's so I I don't know. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right but anyways yeah he's really excited he's got all these hot pictures of this girl you know doing sexy poses and taking her clothes off and that's really exciting for him and then she says that she's gonna live cam with him and that's like whoa it's it's finally reached the point he's gonna get to see a girl and like boobs and the whole the whole thing it gets described in a very chaste way, too. Like, he's not like, oh, man, you know, she got out these, these like, huge whatever. You know, he's just like, yeah, she was great. She was perfect. This is good. It, I don't know. It was, it was a nice it's time. It's like, it's just tame uh, enough that I'm creeped out by it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it either needs to be fully, like, and then you know the type of thing that happened, or go into more detail than it does for me to not be creeped out. There, there needed to be a line where he was, like, eyeing the lotion that you know is on his computer desk. <laughs> yeah, it needs to be just, like, it's just timid enough where, like, uh, I'm gonna control F here, uh... Yes, he does say the word breasts, which, come on, <laughs> that is not the, uh, it's like the polite word that he's definitely not thinking, like this type of person is not thinking. <laughs> he's vanilla, Jeff, he's he's vanilla, only vanilla. Yeah, I guess he is, a. this character is 19 and telling us about it on 
Reddit, so we have to keep that in mind. Uh, you know, I guess good on uh, author Olivia White, who is not a 19-year-old boy, as far as I know, and so uh, has embodied this type of person pretty accurately, I guess? Yeah, yeah, I, c- I could believe that this is the type of person who would be afraid to type the word, like, titties on the internet. I, I believe that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, will I get banned? <laughs> like my favorite, my favorite Reddit post of all time is someone posting in legal advice: Is it illegal to form a group of people to play something like D and D? And people ask follow ups, and they're just like, uh, ultimately, they're like, I think I just want to know if it's illegal to be in a group. And someone says, Why would you think it's illegal to be in a group? And they say the most relatable thing ever. I don't know, I just get nervous about everything. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's that's a little too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so what happens next in this story? I mean, it's pretty obvious from the title what happens next, and because you know it's a horror story, but nothing scary has happened yet, so... Right, so... I, I was actually getting a little worried here, because, uh, as you know, we all read Want to See Me Take It All Off, and we're like, it's a creepypasta. It's a pasta. It's a creepypasta. It's a creepypasta. We know what's going to happen. Yeah. But it hasn't yet, it- and there's no there's been no hints. Very normal, just kind of, like, weird. And then she just casually takes a hold of her mouth, and he's like, that's weird. And then she starts pulling back the skin from her mouth, and not like, there's not much resistance here. I imagine it like a wet and sticky glove, like a wet and sticky flesh glove that she's just slowly peeling off of her bones. Like, she Mm. doesn't seem too bothered by it. It's all right. Um, So uh, he starts to get understandably uncomfortable from watching this, as you may suspect. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's he's a little concerned that, you know, this isn't normal. Uh, and it just keeps going. You know, she takes it off her skull. She takes, you know, she takes the time to get it down her neck and her shoulders. They they detail that she, like, peels it back off of her fingers. You know, it takes a bit to get, get past the fingers. So presumably this guy's just sitting there taking it all in the whole time, you know, uh, uh, he's fine he's with it. just watching it calmly. <laughs> and the funny thing is, befo- like, this all started because once this character, Hallie Cass, was fully nude, she asked, do, do you want, like, uh, more off, she asked in the chat. And, like, um, why would he say why did he say yes to that <laughs> oh yes oh man i forgot i also felt like i was disappointed because he she doesn't actually ask the name of the thing it's like not saying the title of the movie in the movie oh yeah right exactly yeah. it's like uh like all those things where it's all it, the title is almost in it like uh doctor who uh until recent years that's not the guy's name, but that's the title, or the comic book Atomic Robo. That's not the name of any of the characters, but there is a guy called Robo. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. No, you know what? No one says the f- no one says Happy Death Day in the movie Happy Death Day, and that's really what? disappointing to me. That is extremely disappointing. I only just thought of that now. Like I went to go see that movie on opening day, October Friday, October thirteenth, twenty seventeen, uh, and you know, 
I Damn. was not disappointed in, about any aspect of the movie until just now, and now I'm disappointed in it. It gets it's downgraded to four out of five stars. Jeez, <laughs> jeez. And it, anyway, so this uh, right. this doof <laughs> this doofus gets sees more off and goes lol sure, and then she starts tearing all her skin off, and he says, "WTF are you doing?" Oh, because uh, oh, <laughs> I guess he isn't on camera. He's he's not the no. type with text. Oh right, yeah, because yes, yes, because he's uh, who doesn't so own weird. a computer with the camera in it these days? I mean, honestly, <laughs> I don't. I'm pointing at myself, but you can't see it because I don't have a camera. Uh, I have a separate <laughs> USB webcam that I plug in for when I need to, uh, like need people to see me which i don't for my podcasts i guess oh geez all right well i mean uh it's fine he doesn't need to be seen he's just kind of taking it in she doesn't want to see him and that's 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 just fine so she's gotten finished peeling herself like a human banana and it's hanging around her hips mm-hmm. like some sort of flesh skirt um they do they do take the time to let you know that it looks like a flesh skirt it's very nice alliteration. Yep. Alliteration? Alliteration? I don't know. It's some kind of word uh, thing. Imagery. I guess, yeah. Uh, it's not I alliteration. Like the, I like that you brought up uh, peeling yourself like a human banana, because we had that happen in a story just a couple episodes ago. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess, actually, well, I guess back in January at this point uh, is when that episode came out, a story called Mr. Banana. Uh, oh, actually, Mr. Banana. That, those those pair of episodes, Mr. Banana and My Anime Body Pillow, are like combined in this story because it's about an anime nerd and someone peeling all their skin off. It all comes full circle. Your world, it is becoming Mind more blown. complete. Yeah, creepypasta is a real Ouroboros. <laughs> <laughs> Ouroboros? I don't know Ouroboros? where the stress goes there. I don't know what language that is, but if it's a stressed language, there's a correct way to say it, and I probably didn't get it right. I'm gonna need you to say it like you said it the first time, one more time. I said Ouroboros the first time and oh, Ouroboros I, the second time. Oh, I, I just, it's, I, I love, I don't care if that's how it's pronounced. I would like it to be pronounced that way. Now. You, Ouroboros <laughs> is what, the, is what Google Dictionary says. Ouroboros. derived from Greek, so I know nothing about Greek. Can't help. But it sounds, when you say Ouroboros, it sounds like how they try to say the Japanese names in Persona 5. Takamaki! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Ouroboros in, in uh, according to Wikipedia. Like, there's a Y sound at the beginning. And uh. also, yes, it is extremely funny when they don't teach voice actors how to say Japanese words in things. <laughs> oh, it's and great. It's, like, almost funnier when the only thing that they teach them how to say is the Japanese words, and they say them, like, perfectly. Oh, they'll yeah! Just, they'll just, like, be in the middle of a word, like, in the middle of a sentence, drop, like, a Japanese word in their English sentence because they're talking to, like... I don't know. It's it's very fun, <laughs> voice actors who are good at that. Like, if you watch Fooly Cooly, they always do the Japanese pronunciation of the title when they say it. All of the voice actors pronounce it Fudi Kuri uh, every time, no matter what, in English, in the middle of English sentences. Fudikini. This doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. They all do that. And it's... Anyway, this is 
gosh, so unimportant. <laughs> we oh still my haven't god, finished I the totally story. forgot about the story. Oh right, okay, yeah. <laughs> she's got no. She's got no skin. She's got no skin. So he freaks yep. out and closes his laptop finally because he just can't. He's had enough of this. Finally, this. Oh oh, this is after she's like at his. She's returned to the computer and is like, "Hey, do you want me to take more off?" And he. That's when he closes his computer. That's important. That's when he does it. <clears throat> he gathers, so he opens it, I think, shortly after, and he gets, gets one message from her, and she's mad. She's like, hey, if you didn't like how I looked, you, should, you could have just said something. You didn't have to log off. And he doesn't really say anything just yet, because he's still kind of freaked out about the, the, the flesh peeling. Um, and then he, 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 find, he tries to message her back eventually, and her account is gone. And he looks all through the different threads she's posted in, and all those posts are gone. And it seems like she was just never anywhere, ever. And now no one's going to believe him that this ever happened. Yep. Uh, oh, and then he gets a he f- sees a news story about oh. this person being found oh, with yeah, no yeah. skin, and they don't find her skin. Oh, right, yeah. it's been yeah. like two weeks that they've been searching for her or something. Yeah. Uh, a two-week-long search. Oh, yeah, it says the next day. So, yeah, she's, uh, he got, he got ghost catfished or something. Um, or someone in a skeleton costume stole this girl's skin and put it on and then tricked him. So many questions. It was a skeleton. demon, skeleton, serial killer, Bolton. That's why the flesh peeled off so easily, because it was a skeleton the whole time, and it had just... Yeah, just a skeleton. (laughs) Yeah, it had made itself a really finely crafted flesh suit. That's, you know, it was that creamy skin. Yeah, and it just, it didn't know about human culture, so it didn't know uh, what was inappropriate in in this situation. (laughs) I'm like, I want to know where the skeleton got the muscles from, because they talk about her stomach muscles and her fatty tissue of her perfect breasts. That's a (laughs) quote, by the way. (laughs) I want to know, did they, did that stay attached to the skeleton parts or to the skin parts? Oh, the the, It's not clear. And that's distressing. It's unclear. Well, I mean, I they they I assume that they would have fallen they would have fallen off because they're not because like yeah. the the fatty part is just fat and the muscles are pretty. But different. it's like yeah, but- her collarbones came into view, then her breastbone, mm-hmm. then the fatty tissue of her perfect breasts. Further, her creamy skin wrinkling and tearing as she tugged and tugged. Rib cage, stomach muscles, hips. What? What is what, happening here? What? Yeah. What parts of the body are just held up by the skin and would fall off if you tore your skin off? It's you guys. It's a skeleton. None of it is attached. It's just that's why it's just all like loaded in there. It's like it's not really attached. It's just like. It's all jumbled it's in there. Okay. Yeah. Some of it's just kind of clinging because, you know, it got caught on the bones. Okay. All right. I got it now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so this is a weird story, right? Uh, uh, Tara, I know that you um, have a general interest in um, gory stories. Uh, I would say. Oh man, uh, I thought the... you were gonna say hentai, and I was gonna be like, "Man, you just blowing up my spot." <laughs> the 
I guess you could blow up your own spot then. Uh, no, I, uh, I, I know you like a, a gory movie or a gory uh, art piece, and I'm wondering if this uh, scratched that itch or if this was the wrong kind of gory. Hmm. So it, like, I, I like a medically and that anatomically correct kind of gore. Like, if you can really (laughs) describe the way things are working in the there and slowly coming apart, like that's the best kind of gore in written form. I guess I was. This was good for giving me a mental image of some kind of goofy comedy happening, like a, a drag me the hell kind of evil dead thing going on yeah evil dead is exactly or a reanimator it's very reanimator type of gore or or like i guess if we're in the japanese vein a meatball machine or some kind of crazy that is a good title i don't know what that is but i really like what it's called it's exactly what you would think (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what i think of it uh Alex, how about you? Is this the type of story you usually go in for, and uh, did you find it narratively satisfying? This is not the type of story I usually go in for. Um, Gore is decidedly not my horror genre of choice, and it usually makes me a little bit sick to my stomach, but this thing was, this was just funny. This, <laughs> this gave me a really good laugh that I didn't know I needed. <laughs> Yeah, this is the type of story that I think would also be appropriate for Let's Not Meet. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I liked, uh, you know what I like most about it is not the gore part, but you know what, I'll, I'll fold this right into my spookiest part, but the end uh, that it turns out that this was maybe some type of apparition, I thought was very effective. Um, mm. I... It's like, you don't really know what happened, you don't really know what's up with this guy, or what's up with this skeleton lady, and I, I think that was a particularly effective uh, writing choice. Um, Tara, what about you? What's your scariest part of this? Uh, I, I Honestly, the scariest part for me was when he opened his computer and got an angry message from her because that like gave me anxiety. I was like, oh no, oh, right. he's upset this this internet person. And then, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I like felt the anxiety of like opening the computer and my friend being like, how could you do this to me? I, I, oh, I bore my soul to you. And this is what you do, and I I felt so upset in that moment. But then you know it was a ghost, so it was whatever. Yeah, I mean he also maybe made this ghost feel bad before she passed on to the next life. Yeah, that that poor ghost. She's standing there with like her her bones exposed in front of him, and he just shot her down. That's that's really rude. That's so rude. Um. So this story seems like it was definitely inspired by some kind of porn pop-up ad, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> like where it's like click through to realcamgirls.ru and it's want to see me take it all off local <laughs> local hot singles uh waiting for your messages. Uh and it does the like data mining thing where it finds out sort of where you live so it's like 15 miles away it's like hey hot you're in new york city and it's like hey hot singles in white plains <laughs> that type of thing i like that is the type of ad i'm envisioning that this was inspired by 
I was um, I was thinking more like like a, a bait and switch ad, like want to see me take it all off, and then you hover over the ad, and it's like I don't know, uh, uh, vaping a jump scare. No, no, it's like vaping kills one in five chihuahuas, and it's something really <laughs> sad oh, like no. that. It's like a gut punch, uh, like it's like a truth, like commercial. a the truth ad, yeah. <laughs> like uh, like those PETA billboards where it's like a naked celebrity, and then you read the text, and it's like, "Don't wear fur." <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I guess I'll be sad now. Cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex, did you do your scariest part? Um, I did not do my scariest part, but I guess my spookiest part is the fact that this was posted like nine months ago, and they seem to be unironically still using O R L Y. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Oh boy. I mean, they it also didn't kept occur saying. To me. They kept saying that, and they kept also saying, you know, after everything. You know? Yeah. It was just yeah. weird, you know? You know? <laughs> I just, I, she had perfect breasts, you know? You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Why don't you tell me, please, author? Uh, yeah, I thought this was a, a good no-sleep post, but if this was in a book or something, I'd be, like, bored oh, by no. it. Yeah. Um, because the character... The, a lot of, the problem with a lot of no-sleep stuff is the character you have to do to effectively write a no-sleep story is someone who's not an author. Yep. <laughs> and that is not a good authorial voice to put on, is bad writer. So it's, like... <laughs> It's hard. It's a hard line to toe. I thought this was effective, though, as a no-sleep story, specifically because uh, the writer did a good job of putting on this character. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do we have any other final thoughts before we move on to plugs and wrap up? Nope. Nah. Nah, man. Look up what Ahegao okay. is. That's what the faces I... are. The double yeah, piece. I, I... I know. It's a different one, though. I googled double peace sign anime, and Know Your Meme uh, has a different page for uh, double peace Ahegao than for the regular one. Oh, um, oh man, I'm so sorry, internet. Yeah, it's <laughs> fine. They're related. Okay. Uh, but it's, you know, horrible to think about these... <laughs> specific anime art tropes uh anyway let's move on where can the people find you on the internet to say hey good job for being on the show tara oh me uh i'm on twitter at ucs psyche that's p-s-y-c-h-e uh and i'm really serious you should play bang dream it's a good game it's about girls and bands and being friends and having fun and and being just the best. Well, lately I've been playing, and by lately I mean continuously for the past five or six years, Bejeweled Stars on my phone on mute while I listen to podcasts. So I don't know if it'll be able to tear me away from doing that. Um, Alex, you can please feel free to plug any phone games you've been playing lately or social media <laughs> accounts where people can interact with you. Um, okay, well... I'll have a phone game that I'm going to plug, but since we all seem to be on a weeb streak today, I'm just going to say everybody should go play Doki Doki Literature Club right now, and Jeff, maybe you should cover it on a future episode. 
Just I saying. have extremely been thinking about covering it on an episode, um, but I haven't covered it on an episode um, because it's like a four hour long game and that's a big ask for a guest. But I think it's may there's maybe been enough now that um, uh, like enough time has passed that uh, people have played it and I could yeah. find people who've played and it. To there be are on. also a bunch of Let's Plays out there. If somebody doesn't want to play the whole thing, they can just go and watch it <laughs> on like Game Grumps. A, a Let's Play would be just as long as playing it and there's no gameplay, so it's not hard. <laughs> I've played I mean, they cut the a lot whole out. thing. Play the whole thing. It's good. Play the whole yeah. thing. All the yeah, secrets. Right now. I'm doing it right now. The whole thing. The whole thing. Uh, <laughs> I played it in about two sittings and found it extremely enjoyable. Um, anyway, yeah, that's our uh, recommendation if you are the narrator of the story we covered in this episode, but you probably already know about it. And also, you'll probably be disappointed because the game is in no way pornographic. Uh, you <laughs> know, no what? actually, it is. <laughs> It is pretty much the same kind of bait and switch that uh, the, the <laughs> monster in this story did, where you think it's going to be uh, horny and flirty, but then it's just violent. Uh, spoilers, <laughs> I guess. But, you know. Also, the game starts with about five content warnings that are like, hey, if you are upset with graphic violent imagery or suffer from uh, severe depression, don't play this game. <laughs> and it warns you about that, like, several times and then is like, go to this link and you can read specifically what will happen in the game so that you, uh, if you're worried about being upset by it. Uh, so I don't think it's a spoiler to say that the game is not what it appears and is actually violent. Anyway... You can reach me on Twitter, J3FK, Snapchat, and Instagram, JeffJK. Um, if I was going to recommend an anime for you to watch, I would recommend that you watch Little Witch Academia and put your goddamn pants on, you perverts, because it's a normal show for happy people, and there's no horny fan service in it at all, and that is my favorite kind of anime. Uh, I would specifically not recommend Kakegurui, because it is... Um, too horny and the <laughs> art style is gross um but it's like not actually pornographic in any way as far as i can tell i only watched one episode it it's has not... the gr she just Go she ahead. just she um i actually love kakegururi um <laughs> she, for the record she's just entirely turned on by gambling yeah she yeah. she gets off on gambling and she's like oh yeah she's way too into it but you know there's no actual schlick schlick glish glish kind of nonsense happening uh, I might watch more of it because I really like anything that has the stylization and gravitas of Death Note, but because it do it it doesn't have the stakes of Death Note, so it's a little like not yet. Okay, but like, it, you're just but losing it does, money, Jeff. It does though, for real. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll watch more of it, but like. Here's the thing. Death Note starts out strong. A teenager gets a notebook that lets him kill people, episode one. And I, I have to invest <laughs> in this other show where initially it's just like, I could have lost 500 American dollars. All okay. right. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. The stakes do get, like, they get raised to a much more significant amount, but it does kind of fizzle out in the end. So whether or not you want to invest is totally up oh, to you. Oh, so it's... 
it's just like Death Note then. Yeah. Ooh, sick burn, Death Note. Uh, no, that's just one of my fa- I think the, ver- the very end is good. There's two good endings to Death Note and a bunch of show that happens between them. So, you know. Yeah, this isn't the Death Note podcast. Uh, it kind of is. We did actually do an episode about the American version of Death Note, so I guess this is the Death Note podcast. Also, it's pretty much all I talk about, even though it came out in 2007, the anime in the United States was my... <laughs> like, it's been, it's been a good while, but that's... <laughs> Not go join the Facebook group. Sleep. Uh, I, I almost called it Sleepy Pasta, but that's not it. <laughs> that would be like an ASMR uh, YouTube where you're reading a spooky story to someone, but softly to make them fall asleep. Man, and that I guess a you're also idea for a podcast. Maybe like rubbing your hands together like this. Is that audible? <laughs> <laughs> or like softly toweling off uh, a foot or whatever ASMR perverts are into. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, perverts. I didn't mean to make fun of that thing that you <laughs> like. That... <laughs> sorry, perverts. <laughs> uh, go to patreon.com and give me money for calling you perverts, please. Uh, oh, here's a thing you can do. If you... Um, are not a jerk, you can go leave a five-star review on iTunes, because a bunch of nice people left me five-star reviews for this show after I casually mentioned that a bunch of right-wing trolls had left one-star reviews and were like, stop talking about politics. And I mentioned, I was like, well, no, I'm not going to stop doing that, because if you want me to stop doing that, then your politics are bad and wrong, uh, and... So a bunch of people were like, I like that you talk about it. Here's five stars. So go do that. Uh, And if you don't want me to talk about politics anymore because you're some kind of uh, white nationalist, then uh, please drive your car into a river and take a deep breath when the windows are open. Thank you and good night. (laughs) 